You're listening to The Headroom, a podcast for aspiring sound engineers and contemporary acapella. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Headroom. This is Ricky. And I'm Kyle. And today we're just going to have another one of those headroom bits where we're just going to chat for a bit and talk about a certain topic. And today's topic is preparing to record. So the first thing that you want to do in preparing to record is sit down and have a conversation. Why? Because there is a lot to talk through. I'm going to talk through some of the pros about recording real quickly. So the first thing is that it is a unique experience and it's cool, right? Bunch of fancy gear. You get to spend a bunch of time with your friends, sit down and make music. The second thing is that you get to hear your group in the best light possible. So when you sit down to record, you get the best takes possible. And then you touch up every single one of those tracks and make them sound as good as they can. So when you have this final project, it's almost like your group on steroids. Another thing that's really cool about recording is that it's a timeless project to look back on. Once you graduate, you can basically say, no, this is something that I made and something that I'm really proud of at the end of all this. Another pro is that it is great group exposure. Groups right now in the middle of quarantine, this is some of the only exposure that they have is through social media and through content. So that's another good thing to have uh, in your bank of skills. And the last part is that it's just straight up fun. Now, there are also some cons involved with the recording process. The biggest one is that it's expensive, uh, especially for college groups and high school groups. You know, uh, one single could be over a thousand dollars. And that's because you're paying for the recording engineer, the editing engineer, the mixing engineer and the mastering engineer. And on top of that, you're paying for cover song licenses. So it's an expensive process that will sometimes force you to start fundraising. Uh, Another thing about this is that, you know, planning the recording process is difficult to coordinate, especially when you're working with 10 to 15 singers who are on different schedules. So you need to set aside, you know, an entire weekend just to record an EP, plan out which hours each singer is going to be coming in and out. Lastly, uh, one of the cons is that there are many possible outcomes to, uh, to the final product. Hopefully, in most cases, that it'll turn out to be a great product that you are proud to listen to. And in other cases, it it may not meet your expectations. So a lot of these cons are going to be individual topics for what we're going to discuss as we go into the preparations further. So the first preparation we're going to talk about is finances. So this shit is expensive. The first thing you want to do after you've decided that you want to record is you need to reach out to a studio and get a quote for them for the number of tracks and singers that you have in your group. Most collegiate groups don't have the money to record. At least they don't have the money when they get the idea that they want to record. Some people get turned away from it because of the price tag that it has. So you need to talk with your group and see what might be the best way for your group to fundraise or earn some sort of finances that you might want to put towards a studio project. The next thing that you need to prepare for recording is obviously the music. You need to decide what songs are going to be going into the project. Have the arrangements ready. Make sure your singers have learned the music. Um, I can't tell you how many times that I've recorded singers that don't know their parts or have been singing the wrong part for an entire semester or a year. (laughs) So 
uh, music directors, if you're listening, like put in 200% of, of your effort to make sure that all of your singers are prepared. Another thing that you'll need is the MIDI files. So for all the arrangements that you plan to record, make sure it's rendered into a MIDI file uh, with the correct tempos that you can send to your engineer because that engineer will be loading that up into the session and we'll be recording in those tempos. Uh, obviously, you can uh, go over the tempos before the first person records, but it's always better to have everything planned out ahead of time. So once you've gathered all of your materials, the next thing that you need to do is schedule a studio to work with. So the more tracks and songs you have, the longer your project's going to take. All the time, the studios out here get questions, say, hey, can we just record this album in one weekend of eight tracks? And we say, no, we can't do that because it takes time. It takes way too much time. Because in many scenarios, the engineer is traveling to the group itself because it's easier for one or two people to move than to move 20 people, right? So you need to find a time. And then after that, you need to find a space that's quiet, calm, and comfortable. All the time, especially college-age students, people will find a location to record that is in someone's kitchen, and it's right next to a refrigerator that's making noise and traffic that's passing by on the street and neighbors down the hall. So if you can, find an area that is truly quiet, that will not be distracting in any form of way to the engineer or the person performing. Now for the recording day, you want to be able to schedule breaks and set aside extra time for mistakes. Obviously, your singers are not going to get their takes right the first time. Some singers may take a little longer to finish their takes compared to others. So be prepared for that. Uh, you know, have have a bit of a buffer for your entire day as as you plan that out. And you know. Your recording engineers will need those breaks just to rest their ears and be able to re-engage with your singers. Uh, and I cannot stress this enough, make sure your singers know their music. For the music directors out there, be prepared to spend a lot of time with the recording, recording engineer. You're the one making the musical decisions. It's important that you are present with your recording engineers so you both are in the same page as to what the final product should sound like. So that covers all the preparations uh, in detail that you might need to make before recording. Uh, in conclusion, we have a few little things to talk about. Uh, and the big one is just communication. As Ricky just mentioned, communicating with the studio that you're working with and with the engineer you're working with are super important. Talk to the engineer and ask too many questions because all the time, expectations get placed one place by the group and one place by the engineer and it helps to have everyone on the same page for where the project is going so talk to someone uh, and ask them the little details that you need to know before recording yeah so another thing that you want to do is speak to someone that has recorded before whether it's another engineer or another group that has had that experience um, you know Take note of all of the advice that they give you, uh, whether it's mistakes that they've made along the way or uh, things that they've learned to speed up the process. Uh, you know, any any information that you can get to make the process easier for you is valuable. And finally, if you are a DIY engineer out there listening for advice on production, 
record yourself or record your friends, right? If this is the first time you're going into this, make sure that you've tried this once before you invite a bunch of friends over that might be expecting a product, right? So, you know, try it out on yourself. Yeah, it's going to sound ridiculous, but it's kind of fun and it's really cool to be able to experiment with it because you can say, you know what? I don't care how this sounds because I know that this is just practice. And there you have it. Those are the steps to prepare for your recordings. Thanks again for listening to the Headroom Podcast with your hosts, Kyle and Ricky.